Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shit happens. Just kind of tinkering around. Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, returning guest. His name is Loomis of Chant It Down Radio. And we've done six shows so far. Um... In the past, we just did one with Sean McCann called Black Pill Digest. I think it was the second one, kind of going over this ongoing assault against humanity, really. I don't think there's any other way to say it. It's happening all over the world. And it's not backing down. This mRNA mRNA technology is still being deployed. I think deploy is actually the right word uh, against uh, humanity. So we were talking. I was kind of going back through, uh, I think, our first show we did was a cult James Bond and Ian Fleming has a lot of listeners, but we've also done global. Let's see. We've done global death cult. I did, it was on his show. I was, um, we did a show. Let's see. So much. We did psyop after psyop after psyop. We did some stuff on my bioweapons blues. And then we talked about the line of Inferno. Yeah. People really, I got a lot of positive feedback from that show, but, we were kind of just talking about like other shows and he came up with the idea of talking about DARPA. I thought it was an excellent idea. I know it's an excellent idea. And if you're watching on YouTube or Rockfin, you can see this huge sign of DARPA, right? That's the acronym for Defense Advanced Research Project Association or something like that. What is it? Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. And uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. There's a lot going on. So they developed the MRNA. I'm not going to call it a VAX, it's something different is going on. They present it like it does, but it has zero efficacy. It's proven. And it's still kind of a little bit cloudy between what was going on. Like there's been researchers, uh, her name is Sasha Latipova and Catherine Watt, who say that literally the shots were deployed by the Department of Defense, of which DARPA works with. And so that puts this kind of deployment. And people have to go back and research everything leading up to 2020, early 2020. And this is part of it. Like, how did this start? How did they have so many shots available? This is all like somebody's actually kind of like the likelihood of them having millions and millions of shots to roll out is impossible without massive manufacturing and pre-knowledge. So they're lying. Trump is lying. We know Biden's a liar and a monster. But a lot of people leave Trump off the hook for political reasons, but they're making a big mistake. But anyway, we're going to talk about DARPA. So, Loomis, welcome from Hawaii back to the show. Hey, great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me on and working together again. And yeah, this is a this is an agency that um, really needs a lot more light. I mean, they put out, you know, the shot as we talk about. And and yeah, people do need to 
put Trump in the mix too. You're right on that because he, he said he was the father of the shot and, you know, and we can talk about that later, but yeah, this, this, they've been, this DARPA has been behind most of our technology advances. um, And they have all the toys and gadgets that have supplied most of our technology and future doomsday events could come from them. I'd say they are, they're like Skynet from Terminator. Basically they are, but they were originally started, um, I think in 1952, our advanced research projects agency is ARPA without the D in front of it. And it was done in response to um, Sputnik being launched by Russia and Dwight uh, D. Eisenhower uh, started the agency. There wasn't uh, as much funding. And what happened, I think it was in 1958, they got uh, uh, 520 million. That's a lot of money for then, I think for funding, but NASA started the same year. So most of the money ended up going to NASA and this became like this side department where they made, gadgets for for the government almost like q and james bond in a way like the department where all these you know things that maybe intelligence people get to use who knows i mean the just underground projects uh you know basically they just they just told them to keep on developing these things and we'll you know check in here and there and uh they put the d in front of the um arpa in 1972 the department of defense took it over and that adds the d so as in darpa but yeah arpa We'll come back to that later because I think there's more to it. But yeah, they they um they have a history of just making all kinds of crazy technology. And right. Can you list out some? So other than the mRNA tech, they're like responsible for many things entering into the public sphere, right? Right. Like um the internet. I mean, um, you know, I just learned this, William, that the internet has I learned it from a guest and I kind of, I think he was pretty spot on that there's eight levels to the internet. It was originally called ARPANET and the dark web is level three oh, and level six is accessed by the government, but level seven and eight can only be accessed by AI and quantum computers. So this thing's been around a long time. So they gave us the internet. It's And I always like to remind people that it's really their toy. So as much as we all enjoy it too, everybody's entranced in the internet we have to remember they gave us their toy to be part of and i think people kind of need to really um kind of remember that we're using their technology and you know there's a lot there's, there's a lot that comes with that it's a double-edged sword for sure for sure no um, doubt. and i think it was developed if i don't know if you came across this but it was in the event of it was a distri- distributed communications in the event of nuclear war right so if one node yeah. got taken out, you could go around. I think that was the original intent. And then somebody saw kind of a commercial application. And it, yeah, it, it, I guess these things are dual use. A lot of this is dual use, you know, some for the public, but there's always the other use for it too. And so, yeah, there's, I didn't know there was that many levels to the internet. I just, I didn't either. yeah, that's crazy. Um, one of the things that they gave us that, um, well, I, I think it's kind of combination of, of agencies, but was life log, which was which was here. I have a little um, description of it. This is in 2004 was aimed to compile a massive electronic database of every activity and relationship a person a person engages in. This was to include credit card purchases, websites visited, the content of telephone calls and emails sent and received scans of taxes and postal mail sent and received, instant messages sent and received, books and magazines, read uh, television, radios, you know, physical location recorded via wearable GPS sensors, 
biomedical data captured through wearable sensors. The high level goal of this data logging was to identify preferences, plans, goals, and other makers of intentionality. Well, what happened is this wasn't very attractive to people. So they closed LifeLog um, officially on February 4th of 2004. And DARPA never provided an explanation of why they shut it down. But on the very same date, uh, exact same day, Facebook was officially launched. And you have Facebook funded by the uh, financial arm of the CIA, which is known as InQtel. And I think they just threw, I mean, who knows where they got Zuckerberg. I mean, he can't probably come out of some underground base. I mean, they just get these people out of nowhere. But uh, I think the Zuckerbergs are are an, an intelligence family, if, I, I'm, if I'm correct. I don't know. But yeah, that came from DARPA as well. And that's huge. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the impact of Facebook and everything like that is off the charts. I totally just deleted my Facebook page. I'm no longer associated with anything having to do with Zuckerberg, especially after this great. last stolen election. Yeah, he was totally involved in that. So I think it's a great idea. I, I should get off Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I, I destroyed my Instagram page, Facebook. I mean, I, I had uh, tons of information. I was able to download all of it off of Facebook or LifeLog, I should say. But uh, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that's like an Intel uh Thing. Yeah, InQtel has offices all, there's a big office in Silicon Valley. So they oh, wow. are angel funders and all kinds of stuff. Very sharp people. But, yeah, I'm uh, sure of it. I'm sure of it. <clears throat> but yeah, that's just one, right? So they did, I mean, if you even just go to DARPA's uh, Wikipedia, they take credit for GPS drones, stealth technology, weather satellites, voice interfaces, and the personal computer. So they claim partial credit for all that. So it's definitely like skynet or something and this is yeah. what it looks like it's the pic if you're watching you can see they have a whole kind of modern techno office to themselves in northern northern virginia which is just spook central it's just all over the place is that near langley i imagine close very yeah. mean uh you know probably five ten fifteen miles maybe oh wow yeah but there's a lot of, for some reason i think it's just because virginia they find it easier it, it's like they, there's a lot of businesses in Nova, Northern Virginia, and a lot of them are spook or uh, Department of Defense affiliates like that. And it's really interesting. We were talking in the pre-show, like DARPA is kind of like a centralized thing company, but almost get uh, as a talent source. So there's not that many people really working for it. I think it's less than a thousand, but they go out and find other people for their projects. So they're like, right. hire them uh, and bring them on as uh kind of secondary helpers for whatever they're working on like at any time. contractors and Contractor, stuff that's yeah right. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah they um they gave us uh well they um one of the things they worked on in the 80s was uh high energy lasers for space-based missile defense also known as star wars and um which is what we seem to be dealing with here, possibly with these fires all over. I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, Lahaina being my on the focal point out here in Hawaii, but we have the Paradise California fires, the Australia fires, possibly Greece and Turkey this year. I mean, we don't know, but we know that they do have this technology. They have Tesla's works. They have um, they actually uh, funded. I think they built Harp too, and ionosphere Keters. I mean. Wow. Yeah, it's huge, you know. That's amazing, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they've been dealing around, we have a Space Force now, but they've been tinkering around at very high technology that the public doesn't know about. But uh, space, it's like James Bond or something. There are directed energy weapons. 
they exist. There's no question. Oh, I mean, yeah. lasers, everybody knows lasers, but something super intense. Uh, yeah, they have it. If you think if it's something that's kind of been floating around, like maybe they're doing it, they probably are, or they already tried it. it they, they're, they're way ahead of us. And so we'll, you know, I, they have all kinds of projects going on. Like I, I mean, a lot of useless stuff too, but like cyborg beetles right. <laughs> and the, they make well, the memes. some of the slides that we're going to show, I'm going to read some of the voice to skull stuff and the yeah. nanobots and all this, like they're, tinkering around with like the building blocks of life like really not good and the mra technology is of questionable utility in any way shape or form like they're they're playing god it's really bad yeah and anytime i i mean anytime at least in you know history it seems like when they tinker with genes and and uh any sort of thing that's like the end of a civilization when they when they start messing with you know god's creations and i see it um coming yeah, in dangerous. like that yeah, yeah very dangerous yeah um so um so they've done that they've done this but they let's see like they're like high risk high gain was their idea at the very beginning when they were arpa like that was their kind of thing but like it's just a it's a big r d like it's almost like rand right but almost for technology right something like yeah that. Yeah, I think they should put an O uh, instead of, and take the D out, the O for off offense. I mean, I think this stuff is meant to be against us. A lot of it is as we go over it today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think, uh, yeah, it's not good. And yeah. They've got, I mean, they're, I mean, you can just look through, you can actually go to their website. Like, I, let me see if I can pull this up, but like, they actually tell you a lot of kind of what they're up to. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. There it is. Breakthrough technologies and capabilities for so-called national security. Quantum computing, lunar infrastructure, commercial lunar infrastructure, all kinds of different communities. Wow, lunar infrastructure. That's interesting. Let's click on that. 14 companies to explore design of integrated lunar infrastructure framework for DARPA capability study. So that's it. They're like doing the groundwork for all this, you know, futuristic uh, you know, cutting edge technology stuff. I wouldn't doubt they already have things up there, but um, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it either. You know, that's a can of worms right now for a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, it's they have everything you it. They do they do say what they have, but it it's um a lot of it's that flowery language you get off the UN to the UN website, like you know, sustainable development, right. and you know. It does, doesn't sound as evil, but when you just take it out of context and just look at it, it's like, yeah, that's not yeah, sustainable. Good. Means four billion dead. That's just yeah. repeat that right? to yourself. When they, when the, when the king of England talks about sustainable or King Charles the Third, he means my so people are going to die. Lots of people are going to die. Oh yeah. So they've been in the plans for Depop and everything, Kissinger and all that stuff. It's probably why they have like the whole Ukraine war. Like for them, that's a success. Like millions of people died. Good job. Nice work. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't even know with that one. I mean, that's a side trap track uh, trip. But uh, how much footage have you really seen from that war? I, I I don't even think I've seen there's, hardly any. There's very little. You have to find it on X on certain sites. Yeah. So certain war monitoring sites will show you the fighting. Like there's some pretty gnarly hand to hand fighting. And the idiots from the West who kind of 
started the war like they almost devolved to first world war one ta- first world war tactics trench warfare and things like that like it was like up hand and close personal combat it was crazy crazy wow. stuff yeah so it's out there i've seen a lot of it unfortunately there's a lot of stuff about the arab israeli conflict as well but um oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah posted all that stuff yeah, these guys are are on to some. I mean, they they invented particle beams, um, drones that communicate with each other, neuro implants for soldiers, and so here we have. What's this one here? This is this is Mike uh, Benz, I think is his name. It says newly unclassified DARPA docs confirm SARS-CoV two CoV two was created by Echo Health Alliance at the William Institute of Virology. Oh uh, yeah. But I mean, it's created somewhere. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I believe that it was something rather than just the flu. I mean, I know they rebranded the flu, but I think the original thing came out of that too. Yeah, I mean, no, it was something else. Like I was wiped out. January twenty twenty was the sickest I've ever been. Yeah, something something got out, and I mean, I was wiped out for. I was sick for a week, and then I was just exhausted for a week. Like I don't even know. It was before like. They did the shutdowns, you know, so yeah. something was going around like strange. And it was a strange kind of illness where I had a massive cough and no, no temperature. Like, go figure. Like, it was just so strange. I couldn't eat. Like, it was, it was something like my body had experienced something different and foreign and, and just fought it off. It was weird. Yeah. And I know that's kind of an argument out there in the truth community or whatever, but Honestly, there. I think it just depends on where you were. There definitely was some kind of bioweapon released. I, the, I saw people that were sick, um, sicker than they've ever been as well, and it wasn't just like the flu. Yeah, it was strange. Yeah, no, it was something you know? strange. Something strange. It may. I mean, there's all this stuff may just be a preset cover for something else. Like we don't know because it's a freaking micro, you know, it's a virus or something else is out there. Right. Who knows? Like I tied a guy on yesterday who said that. They took out the Spanish flu again. You know, they brought up this, you know, they reconstructed the Spanish flu. We know they found it. And there was act, there were talks between Bill Joy and Kurzweil saying, hey, you guys got to watch out. They're going to create viruses, you know. And so maybe they did do that. And, and one of the guys, the guy who won the uh, Nobel Prize for finding AIDS, supposedly virus, was um, Montagnier. Yeah, out of France, oh, yeah. who said that he took looked at the virus and said it was made with the careful hand of a watchmaker, like somebody somebody crispered it, you know. So we're there, and that's why it's important to talk about this subject, DARPA, because yeah. there's almost kind of like um like a Hogwarts or something where they can come up with something and like magically change the world. Because what happened in the last three years was a world war, really a world war three event. I mean, something extraordinary happened. Oh, yeah. A lot of people didn't understand while it was happening. I didn't understand it. And I think that's the point, actually. Mm-hmm. And just the what we've been through, and we talked about that on on um, the Black Tail Digest, but just what we've all been through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been rough. I think, that, like, even just going through the financial thing was one, but the psychological toll was enormous for everybody, whether you believed it or not. So it's kind of almost like, what happened in 9-11 where you're terrified either way. Like if right. you bin Laden's out to get you or you know the government did it, it's the same thing this, like whether either way, like 
there's something out there that's going to kill you and they're telling you that or you know these guys are manipulating the whole situation and want you dead depopulate you yeah yeah so. yeah definitely yeah um we've all been through trauma in the last three three and a half years four almost four years crazy crazy yeah, yeah. um so this is interesting i came across this um lady from darpa she's part of the idf but uh the the israelis are doing a lot of bioengineering too but she is leading the computational biology efforts in multiple defense at multiple defense advanced research agency projects so not only is she i mean it's strange to see these people wearing different hats but ah, she's kind yeah. of like a pro-israeli activist <clears throat> so. yeah yeah wow um yeah, it's wild, huh? There is there is some major stuff coming out of this. I mean, they, it always has been, I guess, if you think about it. What's si um, silent talk? That yeah, so like I'll read this. I'll read okay. this out. It says, yeah. in addition, DARPA is de developing a research program entitled Silent Talk, which could facilitate brain-to-brain -brain communication. Interestingly, the possibility of an immediate exchange of thoughts between a number of human beings using, for example, a Wi-Fi system may serve to blur the distinction between an individual's particular sense of self and that of a collective of persons all linked into the same system. In this regard, the Dublin-based ethicists Fiatra O'Brocane and Bert Gordine indicate that determining the individual consciousness in such a situation may become increasingly difficult. So they're talking about depersonalization, like through the use of DARPA, which is never good. You know, the, the depersonalization, uh, you know, uh, applied to somebody is always a negative. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah. And, you know, that sounds like a few of their other projects here. I have this one called N3. I don't know if you came across this, but Next Generational Generation Non-Surgical Neurotechnology. And it's a program that aims to develop, I'll just read this real quick here, uh, aims to develop high-performance bi-directional bi brain-machine interfaces for able-bodied service members. Such interfaces would be enabling technology for diverse national security applications such as control of unmanned aerial vehicles and active cyber defense systems or teaming with computer systems to success successfully multitask during complex military missions. Whereas the most effective state-of-the-art neural interfaces require surgery to implant electrodes into the brain, N3 technology would not require surgery and would be manageable or man-portable, thus making the, the technology accessible to a far wider population of potential users. Non-invasive neurotechnologies such as the electroencephalogram and transcranial direct current stimulation already exists but do not offer the precision signal resolution and portability required for advanced applications by people working in real world settings it goes on to talk about um that it has 
precision to read from and write to 16 individual independent channels with uh, within a 16 millimeter three volume of neural tissue within 50 ms i guess that's milliseconds uh, but yeah this is kind of this is crazy stuff i mean try to put it to, put it together on one level it's about controlling drones and nanobot swarms and their equipment but the other level is about reading and writing to brain cells that's couldn't be good <laughs> yes it's not they're tinkering around with all this stuff so this is a guy i had on my show we were talking about the sirhan sirhan timeline but this is it he comments on twitter this new rash of seemingly controlled killers have me curious about what kinds of neuronal interface systems darpa has been working on this research is ostensibly for therapeutic purposes it always has it always has some kind of like sugar coating or something right yeah but a the lot dual, of this could be used to completely control people so the that's dual use of it all yeah. yeah like one level's good the other level's or one level's practical the other level's totally nightmare yeah it's the it's the i mean we let's see i'll read a little bit of this a brain gate which receives large sums of money from the darpa was to conduct research aimed at increasing the speed sensitivity and accuracy with which a human combatant might analyze information and respond to that threats i think that's what you're talking about and then in 2010 darpa awarded a 2.4 million contract so that's what kind of what we're talking about before is how they contract out and kind of get other people to work on their stuff to the company Neuromatters to develop a prototype brain-computer interface image triage system as part of its cognitive technology threat warning system research program. The aim was to determine whether non-invasive brain-computer interfaces could enhance the ability of military personnel to analyze intelligence data. It's kind of like what they're doing with um, Palantir, too. That's uh, Teal's company. But processing real-time, yeah. So there's a lot of kind of interesting <clears throat> things about that. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, crazy that uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of sub micron things they develop that you can get into too, like the uh, spin program. Did you come across that one? S P I N. Uh, that is uh, stands for signal signal processing in neural networks, and this is what they say about a spin aims to imply <clears throat> hybrid physics learning models that combine existing physics knowledge of Digital signal processing with machine learning algorithms to generate more accurate, reliable, and stable outcomes. Well, that's kind of like the the cover, but basically it's using human bodies <clears throat> that is infested with nanobots plugged into remote cloud computing facilities. And we kind of, I, I mean, I've come across the work of Clifford Carnicom, who's dug out some of the samples and chemtrails and things like that, and they found, you know, all kinds of <clears throat> wires and um, they call Morgellons and stuff. So uh, theoretically we have a lot of this stuff already in our body too, which is really creepy. If you think about. Yeah. Super yeah. creepy. Like Morgellons is super creepy. Yeah. Like literal kind of weird threads coming out of your cells and things like that. Yeah. It's um, replicate. It, it self replicates. It's like a disease almost. All right. Crazy. I don't know what this, uh, this kind of came up. Spintronics. I don't know if this is the same thing you're talking about. Spintronics, Darpa Spurred Spin on Fundamental Electron Physics. I don't think so. That, I don't know. Some of this stuff, like, I'm, I honestly don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah, no, it's like, it's cutting edge tech. Like, it's not even in the kind of public, you know, thing. And then uh, this was a really good, 
post about DARPA's involvement in bio, you know, so-called biodefense, which is really bioweaponry. I don't know if I'm going to read all of it, but uh, it just was interesting. Like all these guys are involved in, in DARPA stuff. DARPA, DTRA, USAID, HHS, and the U.S. Department of uh, Defense, I think, are all involved in illicit biowarfare research spun off from the non-Lugar CTR program and euphemistically characterizes biodefense. Wow. So these guys, I think these guys are involved in, in part of that. But DARPA could Moderna is basically a DARPA front company. Is so it? When, I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, wow. And have received lucrative biodefense contracts from them for a whole decade. See also ADEPT, PROTECT, and the mRNA 1944 monoclonal antibody producing prodrug against Chikungunya. Chikungunya? So drastic research dug up something called Diffuse, which was a grant proposal from Echo Health Alliance to DARPA to develop something very similar looking to SARS-CoV-2 spike. DARPA rejected the proposal because it constituted dangerous gain-of-function research, which it is. But this doesn't mean that the research wasn't actually done. It was common for researchers to conduct experiments before they actually receive any grant funding. So then it goes back. COVID-19 vaccines were ordered by the DOD under an other transaction authority as a prototype to demonstrate mass production or a medical countermeasure. They're not legally regulated as any kind of pharmaceutical drug. And that's really what I think they did. And I think that goes back to Ladapova and Watt, is that those two women said it's a countermeasure. It's, it's like, it's a different definition. So you can't kind of, well, they tried to get around the application to a drug. I mean, like, so the, the standard legal you know, infrastructure that you use for kind of a drug situation may not apply to these guys. Right. Yeah. And the same people that created the quota virus created the vaccine and they have an implantable COVID detecting microchip. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, this is it. So DARPA are hard at work at developing a nanotech based craniotomy free BCI, I don't know what that is, their brain cell interface that involves transfecting people's brain cells with nanoparticles that stimulate neurons by receiving wireless energy through the skull. So there you go. That's that's like a wireless power. So all those paranoiacs about 5G affecting people may be correct. I mean, that may be part of like the testing function of these shots is what I think that they just tried to get everybody to have shots, but like they're doing testing on people, right? Like yeah. not all the shots are the same. They're not uniform. Like no. I think they found out that they're not uniform. Yeah. So, right. And um, back, you were saying, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Shoot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, 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 uh, they, they have uh, this thing here too. DARPA's microprocessor is based on bacteria rather than silicone. It's powered by body energy and can be programmed to kill its host when the host gets ill or old or simply becomes a problem the microprocessor simply will dissolve after death wow that's incredible so they can just pull the trigger on you yeah it be like somebody right can. yeah that's the whole thing is like they're they're tinkering around they know the lots right so they know the lots we don't know what's in each lot but somebody some creep like fauci or some of these guys at darpa or attica alliance know which ones are going and i think it was denis rancor 
did a study on kind of the South and some places where there were higher amounts of deaths. And like, he's like, they're targeting certain populations. There's certain, certain population centers. It's not funny, but they're doing it. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Just one, just one more uh, paragraph. There are bioethicists and policy analysts like James Giordano, Charles Morgan, Armin Krishnan, Jonathan Moreno, etc., who are openly speculating on governments pursuing neuro warfare tech specifically to pacify their own civilian populations in the event of economic upheaval and resource shortages. So listen to that and read that again. If you go back and listen to that, because that's scary. That should scare the living daylights out of Americans because these bums are capable of doing that, of like spraying people with neuro warfare oh, yeah. to neutralize or, or pacify you more because people are going to get pissed when they realize they've been poisoned if they're not pissed already. Uh, right. The shots yeah. were poisoning their family members or something like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I guess, I guess they made it to where, like you said, different batches and lots and stuff. So certain ones do different things. So on the surface, it just looks like someone died of a heart attack or a stroke or uh, who knows what, you know, but it could be any, any of this stuff. Like the, what I just talked about too, um, those microprocessors, uh right or genetically right. modified bacteria it, um Ilana Freeland I uh, read her book geoengineered transhumanism talks about um genetically modified bacteria to be explosive sensors too I mean so wow. I mean I had her on my show yeah, talk to her, yeah me too yeah yeah I mean it's really super high scary high technology but that's I mean this is what's come out to the public so I bet this is kind of like operational in some way or another like they know how to do that. I'd say they so. probably know how to facilitate personality behavior modification or personality changes, if not outright schizogenesis, you know, through the application of these neuro warfare techniques and tech, which really is scary. Like it's kind of like MK Ultra on, on <laughs> steroids and meth or something. Yeah. And the, the uh this guy, I forgot his name, but uh he does a lot of stuff on censorship. And DARPA's all over grants. So some, some of these DARPA, DARPA grants aren't just on technology. They're on these third-party groups who are engaged in censorship. So these strange groups like CISA, Stanford Virality Project, which, has, you know, it, it's just a bogus name. It's really just a censorship. It should be Stan, It should be just the censorship project. It's really, it has a, yeah. a, a, uh, the nomenclature of the term is it. This doesn't apply to what they actually did. But those people, a lot of them, if you read his stuff, it's there's a DARPA association to that. So yeah. It's crazy. I guess when they own the internet, I mean everything's theirs on this in this domain. Yeah. Let's see what else I got. Paul Oersterhoist, DARPA knew ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine chloroquine would cure COVID and were safe and effective. So did I. Uh, the Australian regulators suspended by medical license on September 2021, trying to warn them. So this is like a, oh shoot, this is like a statement that they had. It was like from a something that was released. Yeah, they just knew it as a curative in April 2020, which is crazy. Yep, and it was super hard to get. Still is hard to get, actually. Uh, both of those uh, you can get it through the wellness company so i just found that so oh cool um just to do a little i'm not actually going to get paid by them but um there's the wellness company that you can get their supplements 
and you can get ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and you can pay for it up front. Um, I don't know what the quantity is, but they're doing, they are actually doing the supplementation right now. So oh, I'm wow. assuming that they can get, it. I don't know what size, like I would want to buy ivermectin in like thousand tablet. Quantities. Yeah. I did see a video and I, I don't know how true it is. So I guess people could try it out there, but like you can make your own hydro hydroxychloroquine can't say the word hydroxychloroquine by um boiling a bunch of lemon peels as long as they're organic and stuff and then i guess is what comes out of the lemon peel is supposedly the chloroquine part of it and i guess hydrox part that part of the word is just the brand name so i, I don't know like maybe i mean it won't kill you so you know it's uh something people could try homemade version with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. William, I think you muted your mic. Sorry, I'm rambling on. Oh, yeah. So this is the wellness company uh, website. So you can buy these packs. So this is their, this is their, this is TWC.health. But they have supplements you can get, immune system spike support formula, mind and energy. And then these med kits are pretty cool. I think they're about 200 bucks. But you can get a COVID emergency kit. And then it comes with hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, Z-Pack, and Butane. Budesonide. I don't know. I guess that's a nebulizer. So. Well, it's good to know. I, I did have somebody on my show that talked about disease X coming or something. I don't even know what right. that is. Right. They're just right. trying to scare the living crap out of people all the time. Right. Man. Oh, they are. I even heard I even heard a, a very woke liberal girl trying to tell me that she went to the UH over here university that that because of climate change um, and things heating up it's releasing more viruses into the, into the, the domain. So <laughs> it's like two psyops together there that she's believing in. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. No, they've, they've done a good job. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's like we did the psyop after psyop after psyop show. Yeah. They are using warfare, psychological warfare techniques against their own citizens so they can go burn in hell. I freaking hate these people. Yeah. Yeah. They will. Yeah. They win. Um. Yeah. So, DARPA, DARPA's, DARPA's fingerprints are over a lot of stuff. Absolutely. So they're all over this event. We don't know what's like declass. You know, the classified stuff they're working on. 
which is really scary. So this is aerosolized COVID vaccines developed by DARPA. So that's another one. Runs Jones, the Alcatraz show to expose NO plan, NWO plan to inject GMO foods with DNA reprogramming genetics. Great. Right. Yeah. And this is going back. These are, this is kind of went out. So all the people, this is Chris Shoemaker. Read this and weep. Read and discuss if your spouse or parent died in a nursing home or hospital. The CDC, DARPA, and Health Canada would not all have had joint knowledge that three medications were identified as curative for C-19 in April 2020. So these are all, you know, murder by medicine type people. Yeah. And then this is another one you can go read. It's ex-DARPA scientist speaks out on gain-of-function lies. And that's the name of the article by Matthew Ardred. And let me just go back here. It says, I've been asked by people on my DARPA preempt team never to mention my role on a DARPA preempt team. I think the behavior of this community has been very disappointing. His, his, the whistleblower's name is Alex Washburn. I've been using this platform to share knowledge and science about the origin of SARS-CoV-2. I was a DARPA preempt team pre-COVID. So. I wonder how threatened he is. I mean, maybe he's using a head name out there because someone like that speaking up from this. Wow. I, yeah, you I, don't know. It's hard to like ascertain how legit some of these people are, but some of them have really good credentials. So I don't know. I haven't really looked into this guy. I do remember back um, hearing David Icke talk about a guy that approached him. And I, I don't know how like true this, but this might be, but um, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is developed in underground bases by scientists living with like a life threat against them. So, and their family. So basically this guy came up to David Icke and showed him that he had this like orange liquid strapped to his chest. And basically they had manipulated his, his uh, body to need this orange liquid. And if he didn't have it, he would get really sick and die. So that was basically them just, you know, if anytime he did something wrong, then he wouldn't get that orange liquid to live. So, I, I mean, I would imagine that there is situations where there's scientists in these places that know they're doing something wrong, but they, if they rebel, they, they get their they're family. Yeah. yeah. There's been like, I've studied the smiley face killings phenomenon. There's been like two or three doctors who literally ended up in water. One guy was associate. We mentioned, I mentioned the welcome trust. I think, Oh, echo health Alliance. His name was John. Last name was John. But he ended up as one of the Austin deaths, like within the last year or two. Um, and then yeah. there was another guy, Cunningham, who worked for the CDC. He was found in a river. I don't know. He was going through undergoing through some stress. But like some of these guys, they might adapt to the corruption inside of these groups. And some of the other ones go, this is corrupt and evil. What we're doing is evil. Like imagine working for Tony Fauci. You have to be a more moral reprobate or a monster to just go along with all the stuff that he's done so people who they hire you know they may just go man i don't want anything to do with poisoning little kids in the womb you know i don't want this this is bad so maybe they have to be off because they need to know too much information and keep the money flows going you know so yeah i wouldn't doubt it and i know they they do like to employ, employ psychopaths when they can and a lot of these different groups especially like politicians but i i don't know when it comes to the scientists i mean i guess maybe the soul the more soulless the better i you know yeah. probably yeah look at those people at the top of pfizer i mean like all the investigations that o'keefe did and look at them they're like scumbags man you they just i mean the physiognomy and stuff is like whoa like borla and then the guy that they went out that was i think you know they were 
Hey, I forgot his name, but the, like the, right after they exposed that, like um, Veritas just imploded. Like the whole, like oh, yeah. you can investigate these guys and bad things happen. Like I think the same thing happened to Rand Paul. Like he put something out to like uh, a recommendation for the arrest uh, of Fauci and then his office back in Tennessee burned down. The second story office burned down that same night. Like this is like mob behavior. Like it's yeah. not, it's really, it's really not a joke. No, no. So I, but yeah, I mean, these whistleblowers, you kind of have to wonder if it's, it's like controlled leaks too, but it's hard to know. We just got to wait out. Got to wait out. I mean, uh, the thing is, is like the dust is still settling. People are going back to 2020. I watched a recent uh, interview with a guy. I wish I'll have to bring it up or maybe we can do another show about it. It's pretty interesting because he looked back at all of the press releases and everything that happened in January 2020, he said, there's no way that this was at random. They were rolling stuff out intentionally like it was a playbook, you know, like play one, January 5th, play January 7th, January 14th. It's incredible. Like he did legit research, he said. It was made to look random. There's no way it's random. No, no, no way. No, none of that. No. Yeah down to the like we talked you talked about the logistics of just rolling out that many shots you know there's no way darpa had all this prepared way back yeah it's really scary to think like they just put this big smoke screen like this big you know theater the wizard of oz put this big theater stage theater event out like it's hard to come to that conclusion but that's really what happened like they did it it's all it was kind of like i liken it to acknowledging the moon landing was totally fake like that's really hard like it's for somebody who grew up and like believed all that stuff it's hard to believe they they faked the moon landing and just kept it going through history like they just yeah. kept the lights in your school book it's all there but it's totally fake or 9 11 or any any of these things yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah. this is fake Here's another one. DARPA rejected the proposal because Diffuse proposed to make viruses that weren't found in nature with the knowledge that the viruses they made could be able to bind to human receptors and enter human cells, thus more transmissible and potentially pandemic, right? So they reject, DARPA reject, supposedly rejected it. Yeah. And these guys, all these names pop up again. Dazak, he's all over there, the foreign cleavage site. But this is all kind of DARPA adjacent. I've been asking yeah. people on my team, DARPA preempt team, never Never to mention my role, COVID origins. However, this guy goes on. However, if I died tomorrow, I'd die with no regrets. Had I kept my insights and expertise to myself and said nothing about the likely lab origin of a virus that killed 20 million people, I would regret it for the rest of my life. It would eat me alive. Well, um, yes, there's uh, someone with a conscience. Yeah, conscience. And this is kind of like somebody discounted this as like quartz or like polluted you know shots like the shots polluted but i saw some videos that made looks like these things are self-aware dude like I, i'm i'm not i'm still i'm not convinced that this isn't some kind of like self-assembling you know oh yeah technology you know? i think it's the same technology that we were talking about earlier margellans and all it's all the same uh at least coming from the same place yeah, it's a lab, it's a lab origin kind of virus. There's no question. They and Fauci covered it up like that whole uh, zoonotic origin was fake too. They're lying about. Oh it. yeah, right. Like suddenly this virus is so smart that it can jump from humans to lions in the zoo and stuff. Like what? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so that guy's name is Alex Washburn. So if people want to look at, look him up on Twitter, they can do that. Um, but let's see, we're at 45 minutes. Wow, that went well, fast. Let me show you uh, a video here of um, uh, talking about hydrogel in the vaccine technology coming from DARPA here. Let me see if I can. Okay, there it is. Uh, Hello, I'm Mike. Sharpen. Let's see here. It's about right about here, I think. Uh, uh, rejecting it. Isn't that what has happened over time? Now that they've can you guys listening hear the audio? Um, and they can insert. I can hear the, the audio. Body, it stays there, and it actually does it not. I can hear I've it. But uh, say that it actually replicates. So it's now. going through the correct? recording. I don't know if the listeners can hear. Absolutely. It. So this. What you want this me to stop is, it and see? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so I'm just seeing. They can do it many ways. They can desiccate it, dry it out, and you can inhale it. it. Could be a contact kind of thing, but the most efficacious and quick way to integrate it into the body is through the injection. And they were able to recently be able to make it liquefied in the syringe, let's say. And then when it goes through the sheer force of the needle, it then starts to activate it into um, a scaffolding structure, which there are, you know, examples I've shown on, on my videos. Um, you can see dancing hydrogel on YouTube. It's still up there and you can see an example of one of the many things it can do. It can actually take into a formation of something and actually move uh, with the electrical conduction. Um, so then it can disassemble, reassemble, and, and, and it can, um, yeah, it can reproduce on its own. It has a capability of doing that. It has an affinity for the nervous system, so the nerves in the brain. We know by the Clarity Project from the military that it, that hydrogel has the ability to hybridize with your brain and nervous tissue. And what they were doing with that project is that through that, if that was successful, they could actually see what that soldier sees through their eyes. They could almost be that soldier in wherever they were, okay? Because that was a wireless communication between their nervous system. But now again, if if the if they know what the soldier sees, it's that you're getting that information. Well, then you could put information into them too, vice versa. And and we know that certain groups of like uh, of like Black Hawk helicopter pilots and, and different. I'm sure there's other select groups of aircraft where they had a special helmet where once they wore that they and they had some of the substance inside of them anything their thoughts and their eye motions would instantly communicate with the aircraft so they and the aircraft were one and you know they could get down almost like the matrix they could get downloaded the upgrades of the aircraft so you and the machine were one um, there, th so that's some examples of how they've used it in the past. But of course, those are very specific examples. What we're talking now is to use it on a mass scale, which as far as I know, has never been done before. And the purposes are different. It's really for the surveillance and predictive policing. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so predictive policing. The, the, um, the name of that video is DARPA's Hydrogel Vaccine Technology, Transhumanism and DNA Alteration. Carrie, Carrie Madej. It's M-A-D-E-J, right? Yeah. And I think she's one of the, the ones who said she found different stuff inside the vaccines very from a very like 2021. Yeah, she was invited to some conference where they couldn't bring in their their phones and their um and and anything to record with and they went over what they wanted to do and she talked about how they wanted to do a vaccine by band-aid. Um they were uh copying the venom uh of a snake bite and how they put little like microscopic needles on the band-aid. So when you put it on and you take it off, it's like you got a viper bite with the vaccine in it. But um, yeah, that was being talked about like this might've been five years ago. And that's why she's spoken out so much is because she heard all this and she didn't agree with it. Right. right. So like the, the thing about technology is somebody's going to try to get it and try to use it. That's the whole thing. Like some people go, don't do this. Don't do yeah. it. And then somebody's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, uh, let's right. this go operational, please. Do you have any other videos? Sure. You yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I, I got just a couple of things that they are working on. It's pretty scary stuff. Like, um, well, here is what they do with these, um, these, these robots here. That's right. And that was one thing we talked about in the pre-show, right? Is that yeah. they're associated with Boston <laughs> dynamics, right? Okay. What did you say, William? I, I couldn't hear you. Oh, I was saying that yeah. I think that DARPA is associated with this kind of robotics, like the kind of cutting edge robotics. I think yeah. it's called Boston Dynamics or something. Boston Dynamics, yep. <laughs> That's just if that's that, real, we're doomed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how real that really was. Let me just pull a Boston diamond. Do you think that's real? I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, like, we we also don't really know um this if that real. thing would really stop at a human sit being in front of it, you know. That's I mean, they're trying to trying to make it look safe and all, but 
I think maybe. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I pr I'm sure they're headed that way. Weapon yeah. carrying robots. That would be the greatest like advance for any kind of. Uh, I mean, we already have drones, right? Which is basically robotic. So why not have some kind of infantry or, or robotic tanks that you take all the moralizing out of? You know, wasting entire cities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is the Terminator pretty much already. Yeah, right, you know. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine they're probably taking this robot here from the Boston Dynamics side and weaponizing it some one way or another you know yeah i'm sure they're doing it i'm sure that some you know they have the money they have 800 billion a year so oh yeah, yeah. and they've been doing this a long time i've i've read about i haven't actually found it so i don't know if it's totally true but vaccine uh robot dogs rat what was it vaccine uh they basically can vaccinate you i forget what they they called it I didn't write it down because I couldn't find it, but yeah, hmm. crazy. And then here, I can show you one more video real quick. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, and yeah, they, and I, I'll just, uh, there is some, a lot of sub uh, departments of DARPA. They, they have their own names too. Um, let's see, here's a soft r robot. I mean, it doesn't look like much, but what they can do, I mean, they're just showing us what they can do. They have probably so much more high techs behind the scenes. Yeah, no doubt. But this thing, it suddenly, you'll see it here, blends in with whatever surrounding. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Total camouflage. Wow. And that's from their YouTube channel, right? Right. Right. Crazy. It's we're like we're in the Terminator, dude. We are literally going to be like, fighting robots. We're going to have to like have our own guns or whatever, you know, on the, uh, the countermeasure weaponry. That stuff. That's what all those things from the wellness company are are really countermeasures to mm -hmm. countermeasures. That's really what it is. Like you got to have your own you know, like a Batman's belt with all kinds of drugs and stuff to countermeasure what the government's creating. I think when they finally like, like shit really hits the fan kind of situation, they would release some of these kind of things right now. I don't know. You know, whenever they're ready, they certainly could. And they did make it for a reason. So they've done it in the past. There was a famous, there were a couple famous mass poisonings. One took place in France where they aerosolized LSD and gave it to everybody without their consent to see what would happen. And the whole city went insane. That was back in the 50s, like very close to like where they developed LSD. And then the monsters, like the Department of Defense, brought some aerosolized poison into San Francisco Bay and aerosolized it and let it loose. And they didn't care. They just wanted to see what the effects on the population would be like. All right. So they yeah. could study it. Yep. So it was an open air study without anybody's informed consent. So if people... Like, I mean, the, this whole and the lack of informed consent that happened in the last two or three years isn't some anomaly. That's they do all that. So, I mean, you can go into MK Ultra and some of these other studies. Those, those guys had no idea what they were getting involved in most of the time. And it didn't address what the actual desired outcome would be to the to the guinea pigs. Oh, yeah. So, without our consent. I mean, we can go through the horrible stuff they did to African-Americans and Tuskegee. And those are probably just the ones that got exposed. 
you know, totally fortunate. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm sure. So, so uh, just to show you a couple more things here, um, there's a bunch of branches off, off of this um, DARPA. One's called IARPA for, or no, ARPA I for infrastructure. It's to mm -hmm. transform the transportation system i mean a lot of this stuff is very woke looking and like like they they have diversity hires to like and, and it looks nice on their website but it's it's part of the same thing and there's iarpa for intelligence and what they do is iarpa collaborates across the ic so intelligence community to ensure that our research addresses relevant future needs the cross community focus so basically you know all the different alphabet soup agencies guarantees our ability to address cross-agency challenges, lever leveraging both operational and research and development expertise uh, from across the international community and coordinating transition strategies with our IC partners. So, you know, it, but they got that. Uh, they, they work with quantum computing, machine learning, AI, synthetic biology, predictive policing. That's crazy. A yeah. predictive employee behavior oh nice lovely yeah. that's yeah. like philip k dick that's that's like that it is I, I feel yeah. like they just took right out of his books wow crazy and they have arpa h for health so it's basically a, a you know they they um already gave us mrna tech which causes also turbo cancer but i think that's might be the department where they have robot dogs that vaccinate you i'm not sure about that but uh they um smart pills to tell you when to take your medicine and then they have arpa c for climate climate change and wow wow arpa e it's just a slush fund for whatever they want to do right them. yeah and then they have arpa e which is um advanced energy technologies which includes carbon negative buildings smart farms electric vehicles for all so you know they're on that that whole Thing. And then they even have Homeland Security ARPA, which has advanced tech for borders. Well, certainly they're not using that right now, right? And right. no, yeah, um, this is where you get body scanners. But yeah, that's just a few of the other little branch offs of DARPA. So they they wow. have a lot of these little groups like that. And this is from the officer office of the director of national intelligence. So IARPA is one of these institutions or groups. Or administrative bodies underneath the ONI, Office of the Director of National Intelligence. And who's the head of that? Avril Haynes. And where was she in 2020? Event 201, sitting at oh. the desk, right? Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So she's wow. in charge of that. Wow. Yep. Yes, sir. That's her. I'm pretty sure that let's see who we are. Let's see. She's got to be on your leadership. <laughs> There she is. That's like a nightmare. Ah. Oh. Any other? I can't really see that that well. It's any other. Uh, it says Everhands, Dr. Stacy Dixon, Laura Shaw, Charles Luftig, Morgan Muir, Jeffrey Cruz. I don't know who that is. Some of these names you don't know, but man. Right. Just like I know her. I saw I know her face. Uh, crazy it's crazy there she is they got their, people at their places yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, that's probably how she earned this job the office director of national intelligence is she was in the at the uh i don't know where she what her position was i guess it'll say here 
national, she was a national security advisor. She probably got this job after being at event 201 and they put her into this higher position of power after that. That's probably what happens, my guess. So you, you succeed by doing the most nefarious stuff possible. Where do they get these psychopaths? It's yeah, crazy. no, it's the same thing on 9-11. Like all the people involved in the total failure, supposed total failure of what happened September 11th, 2001, they all got promoted. Like nobody got demoted. Like you're supposed to get demoted. Bad. You had right. an attack on your own soil. This is bad. This is a failure of your position. You are in the defense. You're supposed to defend. However, we're going to all escalate to you and give you a higher pay grade. Like something doesn't add up. Doesn't right. Add up. It's just like the, we talked about on the episode about Lahaina fires, the chief of police in Vegas, who, when the Vegas right. attacks happened, totally failed. They were like 73 minutes late. And then they transfer him over here to Maui, and he's head of the police department when Lahaina fires happen. It's just like right. Lombard, they have right. their guys. Yeah. yeah, they have their guys. Mm -hmm. And that whole, I did a show with John Cole, and I, I think that really that was an attempted hit on uh, MBS, Mohammed bin Salman. It was a succession warfare. They tried to pull it off here in the States because they didn't care. They didn't want to do it back in, or they may not have been able to pull it off in Saudi Arabia. So they tried, because there's so much money at stake, like, there's a real trillionaire. I mean, the trillionaire class is a very small clique. And one of them is the head, the guy who owns all the oil in Saudi Arabia. It's the royal family in England who owns all the land in the Commonwealth. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think maybe the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. Like, we don't, they don't quantify their money and they don't go on the, theirs have so much money, they're beyond the Forbes 400 list, right? So, they're not even quantified. That's the whole thing about the Forbes 400 list is that it's a bunch of baloney. Oh, I yeah. It's a much stronger phrase than that, but it's they're, just people's stock values and things like that. It's they're not crazy. They're not in, in encompassing like old money, uh, old right. world money. Yeah. And, and exactly. Royalty they, they, and monarchies and stuff. And these guys know how to hide it and they know how to do stuff. But like the, the, the land rights in the UK... The queen, you you don't lease from her, but basically she's, she, I forgot, it's like a fiefdom or something. I forgot the term, it doesn't apply in the U.S. because we kicked them out. But they're still a problem, man. Oh, King yeah. Charles is a, uh, yeah. That's, it's, uh, he's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, people in the, I mean, in the Commonwealth, I don't even think they could speak uh, poorly of him. But some of the decisions he's made make me think like, thank God for 1776. Well, yeah, because if you look at how hard they pushed with COVID in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and probably the UK, and I didn't. UK, yeah, yeah, we we didn't get that hard of a push. I mean, it, it it wasn't good, but we didn't get that hard of a push because I think they're still afraid of some of the people of America. I think the people. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I made. I, I don't even want to record it. Like it's dangerous. Like even doing this is kind of like cutting. You know, pushing the envelope to a certain extent, but certain is, things yeah. you cannot talk about, man. They will, you will get aced. Like I drive around uh, L.A. and I, you know, I drive by where they blew Michael Hastings up in a freaking car, like right on Melrose and Island, like literally assassinated a, a journalist. So you got to really watch out. Yeah, yeah. And DARPA's deep in there. Wow, yeah, we're using their, they're every day using their technology. It's no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, the, the NSA is recording everything. You know, this is all probably recorded somewhere. And some witch like this one, Avril Haynes, could probably pull up 
like Minority Report, all the stuff that we've talked about and just try to access it and see if, you know, anything. Oh, yeah. yeah but, I, mean, I mean, those people that are listening, it's like, you know, what are you really doing it for? The paycheck? I mean, you're going to hurt your own family. In the right. Process, you know, they're, they're, they can't get out of the system. They've been borged into the system. So they have to go along because if they uh, resist, the consequences would be, I mean, immense because yeah. you're breaking all kinds of oil, loyalty oaths or whatever the contracts you probably signed to take an oath of secrecy and all that stuff and not divulge secrets. And your what do you call it? Your secrecy, what's your secrecy rating or whatever your ranking? Yeah. You no. Know, um, yeah. They're compromised. The they, their families secret. are threatened. Yeah. 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 I mean, but still. Yeah, you just had that guy, right, supposedly leak all that information out of New Zealand, the data that he had, and they arrested him right away, and he's going to go to jail for seven years or whatever. The oh, data did they just arrest supposedly. him? Yeah, they arrested him. Oh, Immediately. no, I didn't even know. Oh, jeez, yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I just got handed that video from somebody. I didn't even know that. Oh, Yeah, no. I forgot his name, but, like, he was trying to keep his name out of it, his real name, and it got exposed, and then they put him, in, put him right in jail. I don't know if he's out of jail. I think he's out of jail, but... Some people have questioned the veracity of his stuff, but um, some people haven't. Steve Kirsch says the guy's totally legit, and his, his data shows that Jacinda Ardern was killing people like she knew. But we already have data that's been leaked from the states that conclusively shows through through information, uh, FOIA requests, that Walensky and these monsters knew that the shots were killing people and they didn't do anything. Yeah. You know, that they knew. And there's there meetings in the White House about it. So... It's a, it's a disaster. God, it's just like out of control. Like you're literally in like enemy of state. And I got to take this call. All can right. you just wrap it up? Tell people where they can find your stuff. Sure. Uh, Chen it down podcast is where you can find me on any podcast platform. And uh, you can find me on some social media such as Instagram. I don't know how long I'll be on there anymore when I talk about this stuff, but also telegram Chen it down and check out my video channels rumble and odyssey i'm slowly posting things up there but uh yeah thanks william for having me on it's great working together and yeah everybody out there just this darpa is is a real thing and i mean it is um it is where it's all this all this is coming from it's you just got to be aware expose it yeah and just kind of what they're working on right like this is it like they're literally and they're probably a generation ahead of what's come out to the public if not too like that's yeah. what's really scary so and this stuff like it gets distributed so like just like you said the irpa and it's all going through all these huge the whole wilderness if, of the you know of the state agent of these huge state administrative bodies that are, get billions of dollars in funding it's incredible like they i mean it's you're you uh People are more like guinea pigs than they may recognize, and I think. Absolutely. I, I, I knew when in, um, well, it was like, I don't know, in the early 2000s, they wanted everybody to have a smartphone. When they started making the iPhone and these nice colors for kids, I was like, yeah, they want everybody to have one of these. And sure enough, everybody does. And now they you can't even go into society pretty much and function regularly without without one. I mean especially with restaurants when they take away the um, the menu or something like that they want you to scan the QR code I don't do that but I'm just saying like yeah they wanted us to have all this tech on us and yeah, in us eventually in us 
Yeah, it's it's yeah. a monitoring device. There's no question that it's dual use, just like you said, if not true. Yeah. You know, like like the internet has eight levels, like you said, maybe this phone has that same thing. Jeez. Listening yeah. to you, following yeah. you, monitoring your heart rate or whatever if you put it in there. I mean, all kinds of stuff that they you can do if you have it set up to your Fitbit or whatever. I mean, yeah, heat you can heat monitor everything probably. Everything. Crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway. Great to talk with you again. Let's yeah. do it again soon. We'll figure yep. out that. Maybe Philip K. Dick or do yeah. Minority Report. How true, how prescient was Minority Report? Might be like an optimal show. Like like Philip K. Dick like predicted all the, and the kind of like scary, harrowing aspect of like the high technology too, I think he captured is like, these are like the psychological dystopia of, of looking into this stuff. Like it gets freaking terrifying. Right, yeah. Maybe not, yeah. Pre-crime, all that. Yeah. yeah well, again, it's Loomis from Chanted Down Podcast. I will put a link to your show so people can click through and see what you've been up to. Do you have anything coming up in the near future? Um, I'm making a documentary this next year. I don't know how long it's going to take me. Uh, that is uh, unnamed yet, but I've I've kind of put together a lot of my travels to ancient sites around the world and uh, cool. kind of just linking it with what's happening in the modern day. I, I Don't ask me how yet, but it's going to work. So that's something cool. I'm doing next year. Yeah. Cool. Well, good luck with that. And yeah. uh, I'll be happy to promote it when it's done. Well, I'll have so, you on there. Much... Yeah. Cool. All right. I, well, I don't, I don't know if I know too much about certain, certain things like that, but you know. Well, yeah. We're going to do Okay. Yeah. Good talking with you. Chance right. down radio. Thanks so much for your time. All right. Thank you. See you there. See you there. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.